What's up, guys? Welcome to Winnipeg's Finest, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you've missed. Like, I even feel like I've always known that I was supposed to be here. So it's like, even if there was stuff that I went through, I always went through it knowing that Mm -hmm. this isn't like the end of everything. This isn't the end of the world. If there's anything actually that I would tell myself is to not be so afraid of failure. Oh yeah, um, how different was it for you to uh, watch a movie where Kevin Spacey is the villain? I mean, I feel like they just told him to be himself. <laughs> it's like, dude, be a shitty person who's a predator and like does bad things. And yeah. Kevin Spacey's like, I got you. Oh boy, this is my role. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mr. Profe- <laughs> professor, look at me, making money. What? <laughs> Call campus security. Thank you so, so much to the fans who continue to support. You guys are awesome. We love you like crazy. This is why we love podcasting. This is why we love bringing you guys episodes. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Remember to follow us on social media at WPGS Finest Pod on Instagram. And make sure you're staying posted and telling people about the podcast. We appreciate and love the support you give us. So just know that it lifts us up so much and we're very grateful. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Winnipeg's Finest. Today's guest is Ogo Ogomobua, owner of Zuike, which is one of the dopest clothing brands in the city. Uh, also, my former high school basketball coach, he roasts the fucking shit out of me in today's episode. So that was a really good time. You guys finally get to hear me get my ass roasted. So not like you don't every episode, but you know you know what I mean. Somebody who really hit, hits me where it hurts. Uh, <laughs> Uh, also talk a lot of bullshit about basketball, talk about Kanan's dating life. It's a great fucking episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Unity Underwear, the best underwear on the planet. It is made of 95% bamboo, 5% spandex. It's locally owned. It's fucking phenomenal. Wearing mine every day. It's so great. Don't change them. Kidding. I change them. Uh, if you use our code Winnipeg's Finest, WPGS Finest, sorry, WPGS Finest, you get 20% off all purchases. We're also brought to you by Jellyfish Float Spa. If you use our code WPGS Finest, you get 15.15% off all float purchases. So check them out now. In the meantime, here's our episode with Ogo Okmobua. Ah, oh, yes, Mr. Record button. Nice to see you again. Ogo, what's going on, man? What's happening? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to finally uh, have you on. Yeah, I, I realized the last time we were supposed to have you on is a complete screw up by me. Uh, <laughs> oh, it happens, Bueno. I mean, yeah, you, I, I only coach you for a year and spend many hours of your life and you've forgotten about me so quickly and so easily. I know, yeah. It was uh, the longest year of coaching anybody, eh? Oh, that was the longest trial to go, uh, <laughs> determining whether you were going to make that team or not. Oh. Let alone. <laughs> just, just by the skin of my teeth, man. Uh, I've had longer years, but I mean, never, never a trial process like you, like yours. <laughs> oh man, I it was like, I just remember thinking like, if trial goes another week, I might just drop out of school altogether. Like, <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, that, you you showed. Uh, that's when I knew there was true anxiety in, in kids. In terms oh yeah, of making making the team. 
And any, I didn't think any human could ask as many questions uh, as, as you did that were truly irrelevant. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you showed me that there, it was a possible, possible, possible way. I think it, it might be a bueno trait here. Your brother is pretty good. He's a, he's a, he could ask a lot of questions too. Oh he yeah. In there. Yeah. Oh, go. impossible is nothing. I thought you knew that. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't keep me down. You can't contain me in this box. Uh, no, oh. I won't. I'll never try to neither. I, I just let her rip. Yeah. Of rationality that you think I'm capable of being in. <laughs> oh man. You know what? It's, it's the same thing I tell uh, all the comedy bookers in the city. Like either I'm going to be your favorite person in the world because I'm selling tickets and you're booking me for shows and you like my comedy or you're going to hate my guts because I'm always talking to you. So <laughs> how has that been going for you? Is that, have you been doing a little bit more? Are you cutting it out a little, a little, it's been going really well. I've been uh, going okay. as consistent, going as consistently as possible up uh, okay. up until Corona hit. Right, I finally got booked on a show on July third. Shameless plug, people hit that up. Um, okay. And there's open multiple open mics every week, so that's that's the training ground, right? With basketball, is a little. I, I found that there was an adjustment period. Obviously, with basketball, you can get up 500 game like shots, and that helps. Mm -hmm. you. That directly translates, right? In comedy, you can write jokes so many times until you go up in front of the crowd. It limits your ability to practice. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, the only way to get better is to actually do it. What's What's been your worst experiences? Have you, have oh, you bombed a couple, a couple good ones or what? Oh, absolutely, Lord! The worst thing I ever did was I was hosting this this office trivia night for Shinerama at U of M, and they're like. <laughs> Yeah, you can do some stand-up for a bit. I was like, okay. Uh, they played music over me, and I ate such shit. It was not even like, it was so brutal. Face full of concrete. Horrific. Just the worst. Do you remember what you opened up with? What was the joke you went with for your first one? Oh, man. I don't... Oh, yeah. It's, it's the same one that I open up with. It's like... Uh, so yeah, you heard that correctly. Uh, my name's Bueno, like the kinder bar, Bueno, like good in Spanish, which I don't speak because I'm not Spanish, I'm Brazilian, which I don't speak because Brazilian's not a fucking language, it's called Portuguese, which I don't speak because I hate my parents. And... <laughs> and they didn't, they, didn't weren't, they weren't buying it? They, they didn't bite, no, not at all. <laughs> you didn't turn up the drink because this guy's... <laughs> yeah. Turn up the music. To, to make matters worse, my clicker wasn't working. So I was asking questions and like hitting the button and nothing was mm. happening. So I was just like, <laughs> biggest fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, man. It was as bad as it can get. It, it's doing a layup at the dunk contest bad. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, it was, that's it was, really rough. Yeah, super brutal. And it, everybody's watching you. It's, it's probably the worst feeling in the world, I think, eating shit on stage. Mm. <laughs> everybody's there like how about eating how about eating shit anywhere like i, mean, I don't know why it's just on stage why 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 leave it at that i was sitting in my driveway eating shit that would suck too i, I can't imagine it would be, <laughs> it would be enjoyable yeah no doubt well I, I think like when people when people think of going to like a comedy show i'm not sure if they really take into account like this might be bad they're like oh comedy i like laughing these people are professionals right like it's gonna be a good time so if you suck it kind of brings down the whole night and 
if everybody's expecting you to be the person to make their night good, yeah. oh, that sucks. Oh, that's wow. true. I can become pretty valuable. Yeah, just don't suck. There you go. Mm -hmm. Just get a, get you all. Let me get you a T-shirt that says that. Just before you go on your next one, just don't suck. Bueno. <laughs> yeah, picture, uh, you know, full anxiety fledged Bueno. Just yes, <laughs> turned up to a million. It's like, oh, good God. <laughs> Did you ask them, what could I, what joke could I use to make you guys laugh? <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been a question he would have asked me during tryouts. So no, it, what, it was. What else could I uh, do to make you laugh? Is there anything that can make you snicker? Is there something that uh, might keep you attended? <laughs> no, it, it was more like, see, guys, if I wrote it like this, would that have been better? And they just yeah. dead stays. <laughs> Should I go fuck myself now? Dead stays. <laughs> what do you guys want from me? <laughs> oh, man. Mm -hmm. So you guys, you're, you're ready to get into this uh, MBA? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. We were supposed to start with that, but I got sidetracked. Also, classic. Oh, that's um, probably my fault, but no, no, it's all good. I think uh, one of the things that I was interested in is like what Kyrie Irving's saying about the NBA restart. He's talking about there's a movement going on, and we can't we can't distract ourselves from it. I think that's a bit ridiculous to say because as basketball players, it'd be the only sport going on in the entire continent that people give a shit about. Sorry, MLS. It amplifies your voices. I, I agree. I, I think that, I think Stephen A even made it best. He says, what about the, you know, 50, 60 other years that people have been protesting and yelling and whatever. Mm -hmm. And maybe his argument is that because we're playing sports, we, we turn a blind eye to it. But I do believe that now is probably an even better stage for them to to protest and protest without without any sort of ramifications. I think the pendulum has swung swung so far that you're going to see guys kneel with no ramifications, speak their voice with more ramifications, be on TV with more no ramifications, uh, and in terms of you know fighting for certain justice and equality items. So I I. I Sometimes I think Kyrie just speaks for the heck of speaking and just kind of argues for the sake of arguing. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, they, I, I think he probably would have had a better platform if he was talking more on the coronavirus that people have just kind of forgotten due to a couple of the, the things that came up. But, I mean, in terms of taking the spotlight away from what's going on, I, I agree with you. I disagree that it, it, I think you can, you can amplify and turn up the noise a little bit on it so that people don't just, you know, protest for one week, forget it one more week, and then it fading away into the sunset. Or you can bring back the, the league and, and more of the players will continue to use that platform to talk about it and push the narrative more. Well, also, like, the NBA players lost 25% of their salary. Kyrie Irving makes $36 million a year. Mm. So he's now down to $27 million a year. Imagine guys who are like fringe of the roster, losing 25% of their salary, yeah. and still sitting on almost 30 mil. Let's be honest. Kyrie hasn't earned any of that money anyway all year. He, he hasn't played. He's been hurt the whole entire year. Yeah, he, he dropped 50 on the Timberwolves, and he's like, all right, that's it. That's okay. it. That's, that's good. And, and, and he hasn't done anything since. So, uh, I mean, you're right. Certain guys are just in better, better financial situations. 
than others. I mean, that's just the way the league and the world kind of works and certain guys are going to be able to kind of play and not. But, I mean, I think most guys want to play. I mean, you're finding LeBron James wants to play. I mean, that guy makes more money than, than anybody. So, um, it, it's kind of – it's a neat discussion. And I think, you know, they had – who's his teammate that was – Dwight Howard. Yeah. Decided to speak up on it a little bit. That also I mean, nobody wants to hear from him. Yeah, well, who wants to hear from Dwight? Like, let's be honest. And I don't want to hear from Dwight. Like, my goodness. I mean, I'd rather hear from – I don't even know – uh, I, I actually have no idea who I'd rather hear from other than Dwight. Like, no one wants to hear from him. So. Yeah. I think Dwight Howard's run out of good credit in yeah. the NBA media. Like, you are no longer the darling of the league where people were asking you to eat a cookie without touching it while it was on your face. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's super weird. Oh, he's a mess. That. But, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, if you ask a bunch of people who Dwight Howard played for between the Lakers and the Lakers before, I couldn't even tell you. He's an Atlanta for a stint. Orlando. Orlando. Did he go back to Orlando? No, no. No, no. Before. See, Kanan already failed, but that's because he doesn't listen, not because he's dumb. This is true. Uh, You had Atlanta, and then you had – what was that you went to? He went to Houston. Charlotte. Houston, and he went to Charlotte. Oh, in Washington. Oh, and Washington. Yeah, he sat on that bench for a little oh, while. Oh, yeah, too. right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Didn't he have, wasn't something wrong with his butt in Washington? Like, he couldn't play because he, he screwed his butt up? I'm not quite sure. I, I just, I find, I, I threw him away. I mean, he was just, he's been irrelevant to me for so long that I'm shocked that I even knew that those are the three places that he, he uh, or four places that he ended up before coming back to the Lakers. Yeah, and also, like, if LeBron wants to play and one of his teammates is saying we shouldn't be playing, yo, they can still make roster transactions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll just move him. They'll just get another person over there. As long as he has the right guys, he doesn't really care. He probably wouldn't mind getting rid of a couple guys. Yeah. Long athletic players in the NBA are time a dozen. Yeah, they're all over the place. So, in terms of finding the chemistry, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I, I, I disagree with Kyrie in terms of not being able to – this is not the right time to do well, it. Apparently now Kyrie Irving, there was this report. I'm going to pull it up because this to me is – it makes absolutely zero sense. Apparently he's thinking of starting his own basketball league. Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Kyrie Irving – Kyrie proposes players could start their own league in a Nets group chat. Sure, who's, who's funding it? I guess, you, you know what, you could. Like, I could start my own summer league, too. No one's going to get paid. I mean, don't you have one already? <laughs> yeah, well, I used to, yeah. You're right. No one, there's no revenue. There was no revenue for me in the league, and there was no revenue for the players. So, I mean, theoretically, I guess anyone could start their own league. But, I mean, yeah. what, what are they going to own? The, the uh, yeah, who knows? I, I mean, I don't know what. Unless he's thinking about, like, the big three, like, something like that. But Another kind of subsection, but... Regardless, if he's saying now is not the time to play basketball because there's a movement, and he's like, hey, why don't we just start our own league? Yeah. You're right. But he's Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, he just likes to talk to talk. He just likes to... He just, yeah. wants, to be, he just wants to be the one to make a point. Yeah, I agree he, with you. Like. It, isn't he the like, VP of like the player association though? Like I think that's probably Yeah. And you know they made a mistake. Using his voice to make a point that doesn't really need to be made. 
like I get it. Like, yeah, there's a movement going on and like we need to focus on that. But like, like you said, a lot of players are probably going to be like using the platform of like airtime, like knees, <clears throat> making comments after, after game, post game, yeah. pregame, like all that shit. I, it'll get done. Like, I mean, like, it's not like these players are going to completely forget. It's like, didn't Baker Mayfield, like, I guess that's football. He's like, yeah, you're fucking right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's true. No, I agree with you. Somebody needs to give Kyrie Irving a shake. Well, you know what? I, he, I, I agree that I think he just does it so that people are talking about him and talking, uh, you know, like, like he's relevant. Like, to me, I, as a basketball player, I already think he's like fool's gold. I don't even think he's that good. Please go I on. I think he's. Oh, he's, a, he's an overrated basketball player. I think he's yes. a coach killer. I mm-hmm. think he's, he's, I think he's an in, individual, incredible talent. Like, I mean, you, you, I can't deny his actual skill and everything, but in terms of actually making a team go or, or you watch every team he's involved with when he's the main guy, they actually never can make the playoffs. They don't win a lot of games. His assist levels are bad. He doesn't make other people better. He does make incredible shots, but uh, as a basketball player, if you were asking me, hey, would I take Kyrie as my, one of my top players? Absolutely not, unless I was thinking about changing jobs and hoping to get a job with some other team and getting fired. But yeah, I, I think he's fooled. Yeah, it, it's weird, right? Like the Nets come off one of their best seasons in recent memory, uh, even after they get fleeced by the Celtics and they lose D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. From a talent perspective, Irving's a clear player over Russell. They yeah. had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who I love Kevin Durant, but one of the most, you know, unpredictable guys mentally in the league. You, you never know yeah. when Kevin Durant's going to say something where you're like, why the fuck did you say that? <laughs> and then Atkinson loses his job. Yeah. It's crazy. They, they, that Those two together, can you imagine what that must be like? That must be a a moody moody day like just imagine being in a room with oh just teenagers that are just high and low high and low on anything and everything all the time that would me, suck coaching me or kd and Kyrie? who would you rather take not talent don't say talent doesn't account in this okay oh it, man it would, i think i think i at least i could deal i could deal with your questions at least i know where those are coming i don't think i'd be able to deal with those two like those two would be a piece of work to, to deal with just, just emotionally. Like, cause you just never know what mood they're going to be on. And someone might've said something to him on Twitter and he'd be really upset with you the whole day. So you just, you, those guys are nuts. So. Yeah. I, I yeah. never understood. Like apparently when Durant signed with the Warriors for the first time, he was so shocked. Everybody hated him. Like how stupid are you? <laughs> I don't care that you went to the Warriors. In fact, I think it was the best movie you could have made, but how could you not see people are going to hate you for this? Uh, I just thought it was such a weak move. Yeah? It just you, you might be right. It's great for him to win a championship, but maybe I'm old. I just could never imagine getting my ass. Say we were playing Gwenno every day at the gym, and every day you were whooping my butt. Sounds realistic, yeah. Yeah, very realistic, right? This is a really uh, – this is a true hypothetical because, you know, this is like utopia for you right now. This is yeah. never would happen. So I'm going to clip that audio and play it. it. So you've whooped me over and over and over again. And I have my team. And in order for me to get over, I go, Hey, Bueno, I'm going to join you and you're 
their loaded roster just so that I can get a chance to win a couple of extra games. In my mind, as a competitor, I just find that a little bit weak. Not to, I mean, you can't deny his actual talent and everything, but weak. Yeah, weak, that, weak, that's weak, fair. Weak, weak. I'm, I'm just, I'm coming from the standpoint that, like, I don't think Russell Westbrook will ever win a title and he'll never be a point guard that will win a championship because, mm-hmm. how, like, how many times do we remember when they're on the Thunder? We'd hear Kevin Durant last night had 54 points and Russell Westbrook had 32 and also shot 38%. And Westbrook took the potential game winner and missed. Russell Westbrook runs one on four in transition and tries to dunk <laughs> on three people. Amazing. Great move. Awesome. I, you know what's weird? I love West, Russell Westbrook and those points are completely valid. I just wish that he understood that at the end of the games that – and, and you know what? I don't think it's in his – I think it, it asserted, it's just not in him. Yeah. Like he's so ultra-competitive and so, like, alpha dog that he likes those situations and is not scared of it, whether it's the right decision or bad, it, wrong, uh, right or wrong decision. You just realize, yeah, they probably could have won a couple more championships or maybe even just one if, you know, a couple games he would have just made a couple – simpler decisions instead of having to be the hero in them. But I mean, in terms of a competitor, I just, I just love him. Like, I mean, he's one of my favorite guys to watch. Okay. Here's my question play. about Westbrook because the narrative always is he's a competitor. He's super intense. He's this, he's that, but are we just looking at the dunks he gets one every three games and watching that? Cause how many times example in the game six where Clay Thompson went completely off oh, bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Just went complete ape shit. They're, Unbelievable. There were so many possessions. Westbrook's guarding him, and his hands are down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's hard to argue. I mean, his, his, maybe his defense did need a, a strong, uh, <laughs> strong working. I know a number of kids that I've coached over the years that have tough times putting their hands up when it comes to covering shooters. So, I mean, it's not a thing that just Russell Westbrook has. For, for sure. I'm, I'm just saying, like, and even, uh, even in the game where Curry hit that shot, <laughs> nice, by the way. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but, uh, you know, we're all thinking the same thing. I, uh, <laughs> my ego immediately went to my teammates really quickly, but <laughs> um, former teammates, not a baller anymore, retired. Uh, <laughs> hung, hung up the shoes for good. But uh, it doesn't count if your arms are too short to contest the shot properly. But, uh, um, yeah, no. <laughs> if you have T-Rex arms, you're absolved of any responsibility. But, like the game where Curry hit that shot for the win from, what was it, half? There were even a bunch of possessions where Westbrook falls asleep guarding Curry off the ball or his hands are down when Curry has the mm-hmm. ball. Like, how, how does that happen? How can you let that happen? He, he's just not as good a defender as I think a lot of people probably think. Yeah, and uh, he really is. And, like, he's, he's an okay, he's an adequate defender. I mean, he does so many spectacular things, and he's pretty good off-ball, but he's not, he's not a great on-ball defender. Like, I mean, it's an easy, easy thing, and he makes a lot of small errors. But Well, he, he's got all the tools. That's the frustrating thing, I think, about Westbrook. Is Talent-wise, top five talent, I think, in the league. Top talent right. point guard in the NBA for sure. But when it comes down to, you know – Okay, you shoot 28% from three. Stop shooting. Stop. Stop shooting. Stop. 
you you kill four fifty <laughs> every time you're out there. Please stop for the love of God. Stop shooting. You know, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's ripping Paul George in half. I'm gonna go shut down Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio scores ten points a game. That's not gonna do anything. I just Paul George. Paul George is the better defender. Like so, for if, sure. If Paul George is the better defender, and Donovan Mitchell's killing him. Imagine what he's gonna do to, to, after you, what you've just mentioned. What he'd end up doing to it. Sure, but if you're a competitor, if you're that dude and you see your teammate getting hung out to dry there, you, I think your mentality should be, I'm taking Mitchell, and I'm giving him a different look. Yeah, and then Mitchell gives him the work because he doesn't do the small, because he doesn't do the small <laughs> things really well. That's, at the end of the day, sometimes you got to understand when, when a certain guy does better, better than you, you kind of, that's, that's part of being a competitor. Like, you got to... Even though the most most competitive guys might be, hey, I've had guys that are like, oh, I'll take them. And you realize they don't have even an ounce of ability to cover the individual that they want to cover. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're like, you know, the competitor in them says, right, yes, go and cover them. I'll cover them. But logically, it doesn't make any sense. Right? Yeah. At all. So yeah, I feel like this is another shot at me, but whatever. No, um, no, that one that wasn't for you. That I have I have a uh, number number of, of guys, including really? myself, I, including myself when I was uh, younger, knowing that, hey, you know, I want to go and uh, cover an individual that I just didn't match up well, and I'd say, yeah, I'll take them, but unfortunately, I I just wasn't a good check for the individual that I was covering. So yeah, you got to be like, okay, you know what, this guy does a better job, and. And you just kind of eat it and, and try helping or, or assisting that individual in the cover of this guy. Because that, that is actually, I find at least, me to a T, me being super unathletic and <laughs> trying to cover guys who I think are the best player on the court. Like, I'm not sure if I told you this, but I snuck into a U of M practice once. Um, no. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. No, you actually got, like, what do you mean, Kirby wasn't there? Not, not a practice, sorry. It was like a summer run. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, Kirk, Kirby was there, but like Malik told me because Malik and I went to the same church. He's like, "Oh, you okay. should, uh, you should come through. We're having a run at this day." So I'm like, "Okay." So I just like walked in, and Kirby's like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "I'm here to play basketball," and he's like, "Okay," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and so on a team full of recruits, they're all kind of hemming and hawing about who is going to guard Justice, and I stepped right to the front. I was like, "I'll take him," and I got my ass ripped. Just oh, that's a bad decision. Yes. Yeah, that's not a that's a bad decision. <laughs> Dude, you went pro. Like, what are you doing going against Justice? Justice is like one of the most athletic and strong. So it's not even like you can bully him in terms of being like fuck no. the guy he has a pull-up jumper he can shoot the three oh you i don't even know what you were thinking I, <laughs> like what were you thinking like if there is you thought this was your day to make your name at a gym was probably like yeah good for him maybe he can take him <laughs> yeah oh he probably told malik never invite that boy again <laughs> It was it was the last time I went to one of those runs, but but and, and you can imagine how well that went for me. Uh, oh, I I I already envisioned it. <laughs> seven points for justice. For game to seven, just seven points for justice. Yeah, it was. Oh, don't worry, I got him next time. It was uh, it was not good. In in my head, I was like, I'm not going to make this team. I'm at least going to do what I want to do. And I want to guard justice really badly. So I'm going to guard. Uh, 
Oh man, that's a that's a harsh reality to go. Uh, you got that's where you got to be. That's 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 where where foolish pride and 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 uh, not understanding your actual limitations can get you in trouble. Sometimes, if you're trying to make a team, even if you go and you pick your matchup, the matchup you know you can dominate, so that you're like, oh, actually, one is not that bad. Whether you're covering my nine-year-old, even though you're covering my nine-year-old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and putting her in the block and maybe maybe that's where you're like holy boy dude i was, had her sealed under the hoop <laughs> one one drop step layup every time <laughs> oh man yeah that uh my parents always got mad at me for that they're like why do you keep picking the best player to guard in the trial like are you trying to get your ass cut i'm like it's your neuros neuroses. That's your, your the craziness of bueno. That's it. Yeah, I love the the ultra competitive, but not not knowing that ah, this might not be a good matchup for me. Oh, God. always has to shoot for the stars, no matter what it is. He does. Hey, you know, it's, it's not a bad uh, thing, but I mean, it's not, not a, a bad thing, thing at all. Like, you gotta shoot your shot. You know, you One know minute. what? I I hit the walk off game winning three <laughs> in the last scrimmage of the day, so that's what matters. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I was open. I guess Justice wasn't playing anymore. <laughs> Justice went home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd gone home two hours later. He was like, I'm not getting any. <laughs> I was just playing by myself. I was just shooting. <laughs> it was uh, It was me versus the Junior Bison's 12-year-old team. <laughs> Gave him work. the U-12 girls team. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably had a bad matchup in that one too. Oh, this girl, she she had me. <laughs> oh my gosh, her first step was crazy. I couldn't handle it. Yo, probably uh, Razel when she was younger. She was probably that was just coming up. You're like, I picked her, and I thought, okay, this is a matchup I can win. And then realized, <laughs> goodness, <laughs> gets roasted for six She's points in a row. Six points in a row. She's giving me the business. No, it was. Uh, it was actually post-domination on her part, which is the most embarrassing part. But <laughs> oh yeah. man, I could I could hang on the perimeter, but down low I got, got <laughs> I just got bodied. Uh, no, it was Kiran was guarding me, and I I don't think he thought I had this this much balls. I, I caught it. It was, we're we're you know we're taking the ball at the court. Ricky was getting pressed pretty hard by his defender at around the attack line. I was open, and I was like, and he passed it to me, and I was like, you know what? fuck it, I'm not going to be this open ever again. So I just <laughs> launched it <laughs> from outer space, and Kiran was not expecting me to shoot it, and it went down. So, oh, that's reminiscent of your final year, buddy. You had a couple <laughs> big ones like that. Yeah, minus, minus the uh, O of 11 start, but, you know. Oh, man, well, you, you, hit the, you had the big gonads to take them. Yeah. You had a couple of those where, uh, where I'm yelling, absolutely not, bueno, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Good shot. <laughs> yeah, how sick would this be if it went down right now? My oh, you had that one, and you had the hook shot over the big man. That was a oh. big. That was a the hook shot was a crazy one. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? And bang! To, to be fair, the hook shot was at the end of the shot clock. I had no choice. Oh, that was not. I'm, I'm, I mean, he could have passed it out beforehand, but I mean, he probably could have. Yeah, he he had a six foot. The guy was six foot eight. Yeah, six foot seven. Noah. Yeah, was six foot seven, six foot eight, and he had him in the block, and he was posting him up. So this is not even like you were facing him up. 
No. And then you take a dribble to the middle, and I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> and there he comes up, and you can see all of his Martin Riley tutelage coming into play at that one time <laughs> in Provincials. And I'm like, wow. What? And it was a big shot, too. Yeah. It was a big – it was a, it was a crusher, I think. It was the moment that they realized they're probably not going to beat us. I think the way I remember it was, I think what happened was it was at the end of the shot clock and Neil didn't want to take a pull-up contested shot. So he passed it to me. I faced him up because there was no way I was going to back him down. So I, I pump faked and he bit, which gave me like a second of separation. Because if I didn't do that, he would have swatted that shit into our own half. With, with your fast twitch, there was not a second of separation. <laughs> with your fast twitch muscle, there was probably half a second of separation. <laughs> Even of with the pump fake. <laughs> he was all over you. I don't care what you say. Like, he was still all over. No matter what movie you put before there, it was a crazy awesome <laughs> shot. And that's why you had to do it. That's why you had to do it. So don't, don't try saying, that, oh, my first move gave me that, the opening. Because like, there was no opening. You took a beautiful hook shot. Sorry. That, what I meant to say was the initial <laughs> pump fake would have given an average athlete a second. <laughs> For me, it just kind of fucked me over a little bit more yeah. than I would have liked. And, yeah, left hand over the oh, head. It was a beauty. Straight bottom. Nothing but that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Nothing but net. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. I I I think that those are some of the moments where it's like, if you're afraid to miss, and this mm-hmm. isn't even with basketball. Like, if you're afraid to screw up or fail, what the hell are you doing out there? Oh, I mean, that's. I, I think most kids and most people, the thing that holds them back the most is their the fear of failure. So, I mean, that was something I thought even at the beginning of the year when you started with us and. I still deal with it with a lot of kids that they spend more time worrying about doing everything absolutely perfect instead of just kind of playing and putting themselves out there and then realizing, oh, you know what, if I keep doing it, remember TJ was very similar in the same mm-hmm. way where he would, you know, he'd play. He was a good, he was a good basketball, but he was so scared about what I thought and what hey, all of you guys were so worried about what I thought, thinking that that was going to be the, the thing that would give you the opportunity to play way more. But really, as a coach, you're just looking for guys that can, can play. Like, if they can play and they can contribute, you use them. If you're going to hamper yourself by thinking about, oh, making mistakes every second or every minute, then mm-hmm. you're, just, you're, you're probably not going to play because you're just going to suck, and I don't want to put you on the floor anyway. Big time. It reminds me of uh, – I was on a work call the other day with one of uh, our clients. I work for a social media marketing agency. And, oh, uh, which one? It's called High Key. Okay. Yeah, and one of our clients, really cool dude. He's like, he's like a former Navy SEAL or a Navy vet, and he's like super jacked, super disciplined guy. And uh, we were talking, and I was talking about some of the videos we were going to get to him. And I, you know that there's like this technique where you repeat what somebody says back in your own words to make sure that you understand them. <laughs> and I started to do that, and he just kind of like cut me off, and he went like. Bueno, just get me videos you think are good. I was like, is this Ogo on the phone right now? <laughs> he's a man of efficiency. He just said he wanted to get to business. Let's, let's get it done. <laughs> yeah. He's like, stop worrying about what I think. Just get me videos you think are good. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, uh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Probably, probably like you guys with the podcast. Like when it, when it got all started. Did you guys ask me, sorry, did, did, he, did he ask you a thousand questions in order to get it to actually, so 
do you think we should do this like with real mics or just pretend mics? Or do you, do you, does the foam on the mic make a big difference? Or do we need to get one of those circular things that musicians use? Can we do it in our actually, bedroom? Huh? It's actually not that bad. It's usually like, no. it was like halfway through when he started asking me stupid questions. <laughs> yeah. We, we, like, it was like when we started getting a platform and like we actually like started to like have to like worry about like what people think. That's when he started right. like, oh my God, are we doing the right thing here? Are we, do, are we doing this okay? <laughs> Is this okay? Like, you think we're doing this good? Like, bueno, shut up. Stop being a nice guy. Yeah. We, we I, have, this. I have to tell him to not be a nice guy at least six times a week. Oh, just. <laughs> he always asks, ask, oh, should we do this? It's like, bueno. No, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> this is why it works for you, too. You got, your, you got the one uh, to make sure that things are moving along. If not, you guys would, bueno would still be asking a question. <laughs> we'd still be on episode like four right now, <laughs> right now. like a question and it would be a question right? that would be the episode questions <laughs> questions with bueno you guys would have that segment in there questions with bueno things that he would like to have answered <laughs> and that's endless content like that's non-stop you guys would have a segment for, <laughs> for a lifetime of things that you significant questions with bueno that's our new yes, segment yes get a new segment significant questions with bueno I and mean, you guys get different people to come and answer them as much as he, and he'd probably still ask the same question over. <laughs> oh that'd be so funny that'd be great oh my gosh man and if, if you didn't tune into every episode i'd be so pissed at you oh i would questions with what i'd just be laughing the whole entire time <laughs> yeah oh god what another dumb question that would be we should just it should be on instagram you guys should have it just literally for Winnipeg's finest, just questions with Bueno, and that's what we do. Significant questions, Bueno. Oh, you don't follow me on Instagram you today. Yeah, huh? you, you don't see my stories on Instagram. I ask stupid no, questions. I don't see them on Instagram. You should. I ask stupid questions on my Instagram literally every day. But I'm yeah, also like very old. Man. Huh? He asks like ten a day, like the most. Like <laughs> yeah, we're not even kidding. Today's questions were. Today's questions were. Uh, is Honey Dillon Ranch any good? Um, oh my god <laughs> what do you think honey honey don't ranch together yes or no 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 yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely not okay what about tiger tiger ice cream what's tiger tiger ice cream it's like tiger tail it's like orange and black is not oh, like orange god. ice cream with like fudge in it or something no the black is licorice oh that sounds disgusting like that- i mean <laughs> that is disgusting do you like that no, I hate it. Okay, I mean, like, that's not even, like, why I put that question out there? That's just, like... 46% of people like it. Who buys that? Like, I've, not, I've seen it, but I would never eat that. I don't, it's because it's like the Neapolitan... Okay, I don't even know they called it Tiger Tiger. Come on, Neapolitan slaps. Yeah, really? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, come on. Is it the strawberry? I No, I love strawberry ice cream, but I like real strawberry ice cream. Like, Neapolitan is just like having like just fake ice milk swirled up and telling me that it's just delicious. Unless Briars made like a double turned Neapolitan that was like with the strawberry bits in it and like real thick chocolate with the vanilla. Now we could be talking about something, but just I, when you say Neapolitan, all I think is was that four liter that four liter pail. And yeah. That's exactly what I know. That's what most people. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> that like looser, like four liter tub of ice yes. cream. I just saw your eyes just light up. You just I was like, that's always that. Oh, that <laughs> now you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah. What do you think he's doing on all his Tinder dates, bro? <laughs> Yo, that's, that's all I bring. I bring a four liter tub of ice cream and that's it. <laughs> you can choose the movie. I have my ice cream. I don't give a fuck. Uh, a girl brings you non-Neapolitan. You're like, this is not gonna work. This is, this is, this is, this is what? What is this? You brought me tiger. You got me tiger claw. You got me that. What type of shit is this? This is not gonna work for us. Yeah. You don't know me at all. You don't, yeah, know, me you don't know me at all. You you don't care at all. Like a, let's finish off this tender date the proper way, and but I'll never be calling you again. <laughs> he asked two questions. One, do you want some Neapolitan? And two, are you ticklish to try to initiate contact? <laughs> Yo, that's a good line, actually. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you guys. <laughs> out of things to say, are you ticklish? <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> if, they, if they deadpan and say no, just leave. <laughs> you know, this is this is why Tinder doesn't work for you. You ask them. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, that's his first probably opening line. That's the first question <laughs> he probably asked. What's your name and are you ticklish? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you ticklish most? In his profile it says I like to tickle. That's it. <laughs> I like to tickle. <laughs> yeah. Follow up question Where do you like getting tickled the most? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the options that they actually reply. That's your next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ask that over text, it works perfectly. It then, works wonderfully. Uh, yeah. If, oh if, my they, if they say yes, then you just be like, okay, and then move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh <laughs> ladies and oh, uh ladies and kittens <laughs> tinder rotation be wary of his next couple moves there's his couple moves <laughs> he's pulling on the ticklish one i can just tell oh him. my god i'm just gonna use that once just for the fuck this <laughs> i've ever tried to pick up line in public canaan just to see if it worked uh i did it didn't go well I think that's like a 50-50 thing to use. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't? That's not the, the what, what was your, what was your line bueno? So I was, I was a Shreyas actually. And <laughs> we were, we were having a huge argument about whether this would actually work or not. And I was like, it absolutely would work. And Shreyas is like, no, it wouldn't. So I walked up to this girl on a bike and I tapped her on the shoulder and I went, Hey, you dropped something. And she was like, Oh, really? Like, thanks. What I dropped. She goes looking around and I go, Your standards. Hi, I'm Bueno. And then <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> and again, this is this Oh my gosh. <laughs> bueno, you should just stay single for a while. <laughs> Tell me how you got your last girlfriend. I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
she <laughs> stared at me and I was like, I'm going to go walk away now. <laughs> oh my God. Do you say hi? I'm Bueno. You want a tickle? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's are you, you ticklish and a tickle? <laughs> it's it's are you ticklish, not do you want a tickle? <laughs> well, it's it's funny when I ask them to be tickled. It's creepy oh. if I ask them to tickle me. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh goodness gracious! Oh man! Oh, Ken, what school did you go to? Don't answer that. Yeah. Uh, John Taylor. Oh, you're a JT guy. Yeah. Graduated oh. from uh, 16 boys. Was Spiro, Spiro was there? Yeah, he was, my, uh, okay. he was my coach for the last two years. Oh, wow. Okay. Where'd yeah. You? I'd say it was uh, overly enjoyable, but... Uh, well, <laughs> Oh, again, that's a uh, is uh well, who else was there? Uh, who else was there? That was the year they beat us. Gets was that the year they beat us? Yeah, Gets was I think like the grade nine girls coach. Okay. Um, John Geesbrick was the oh yeah JV boys coach, and Riley Douglas was the varsity girls coach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those were, uh, I mean, we won. That was fun, but uh, yeah. would not go back to high school basketball. I'd probably play a different sport if I had the you, Oh, really? You'd, you'd find something different? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, it was fun grade 9 and 12 and, like, 9 and 10. But as soon as I got to grade 12, it was, like, the core 7, and that was it. Yeah, that's, that's true. Those, no, one yeah. Else really got, no one really else, no one else really got minutes, so it was, it was hard. And then in yeah, grade 12, that... whenever he wanted what? to play someone out of James, it would be, like, the grade 11 post who was, like – not gonna say much on him, but it would not have been much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that group was together forever, weren't they? Yep, I was the outstander of that whole group. You're, you're outside. I was the only one that didn't go to Nest from that from that whole like. Oh really? Yeah, I was the only one that didn't go to like junior and uh, elementary with them. Oh wow. Yeah, I think I feel like that played a big part in it, but yeah, yeah, oh, well. whatever though. I mean, I still got two rings. I can't complain that much. Uh, it's true. That's true. Uh, there's no complaining there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is, a, this is a conversation I was having with somebody the other day. Oga, who would you rather be career-wise? Derek Fisher or Derek Rose? For me, this one's easy. Like, do I have to be like Derek Fisher in terms of all the outside stuff? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Okay, then Derek Fish is an is, easy one. Boy, is, is Derek Rose is much better with the outside stuff? No, I oh, you know, I forgot about some of his. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about some of his dirt too. I didn't even think about it, but I don't know if his dirt's even as bad as like what's name's dirt. Fisher, Fisher, like I mean, I don't know. Ooh, it's not as bad as Carl Malone's. That's all I know. Oh, Carl Malone, I didn't know he was t- like that was considered- okay. When I didn't know that either. When I found that, I was like. What? Yeah, I didn't realize he's a – I knew about the Swin Cash thing, the daughter that plays in the WNBA, but I didn't know that it was like he's been like littered with them all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, that dude is uh, – cool. And even – did you see his thing, his little retort for Jordan or whatever while he was smoking his cigar? No. 
all on Instagram saying, "Oh yeah, he he's a he's a bad dude." What did he say on Instagram? I, I don't remember. He he was it was someone asked him a question about, "Oh, what do you think about why weren't you on the thing?" And he goes, "I need to be on there." And he's asked, "Yeah, something about you know, do you something about did you respect or did you fear Jordan?" And you know, Carl Malone was never gonna say, "I feared Jordan" or whatever. He's just like. He was better than me at that time. But the way he says it, and he has this big cigar, he just kind of puts it up to his mouth. And you're like, this guy is a bad dude, like a real bad dude. So Yeah, yeah, big time. You know, I'll say this. He deserved to get stripped in game six of the finals. Oh, yeah. Did he ever. Did he ever. <laughs> I'm so happy they never won. Yeah. Screw the Jazz. Fuck yeah, jazz. yeah, yeah. F them. Yeah, F them. In general, like the jazz fans just suck all the time. So what do you guys, you guys are much younger. So are, I, I have this argument with everybody, of course. Where do, you, where do you put, do you put Michael as number one? Do you put him as, well, I mean, A, 1B, like who, I, I mean, I'm looking at your, your, your picture behind you. I mean, that helps lean toward your answer, but what do you think? Really quickly before we answer this, I'd rather be Fisher as well. I'd rather be five times. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Then yeah, I I forgot I asked. I don't worry about it. Yeah, I'd rather be Fisher. I'd rather win the titles and be a starter than be an MVP. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, Fisher had and he was important in all those yeah those things. Like he wasn't like a a bum. Like he was he was an important piece of that of of all those wins. So oh four and oh four. Hmm. Shots against the Magic in the 09 finals. He was a the shot in game three of the 2010 finals. He was a big factor. He started every finals game. Yeah. Like no, I, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, big time. Kanan, what about you? Rose or Fisher? Then we'll get to MJ LeBron. Fisher. Fisher? Yeah. That was- yeah. But on, I, I feel like if we're obviously like, LeBron, Kobe, MJ is like the three up for up for debate. Mm-hmm. I put LeBron, MJ, Kobe. Ooh, I like it. Okay. What about you, Bueno? Me? Can what'd you say? Sorry? I missed that. LeBron, MJ, Kobe. LeBron, MJ, Kobe. I got MJ and LeBron at one. Okay. That's that's me. Um, again, you know how big of a Raptors fan I am. It's impossible to not have LeBron in any kind of one spot seeing what he does against the Raptors every year in the playoffs. But just from a preference standpoint, I like MJ better. And I also think that six for six in the finals and a three-peat retiring and another three-peat, like, damn. Yeah, I, I, I got them tied. I find it, it's – with every incredible LeBron feat you can go, you can pull up another MJ feat and vice versa. Right, like the eight times in the finals in a row. That's yeah, insane. it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I like uh, – I think – I don't put Kobe in that group. Now, I, I did think before he was up there, he's comparable, but if you were to think, uh, hey, if I wanted a poor man's Michael Jordan, then I'd say I like mm-hmm. Kobe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. LeBron brings you a little different element of like – everything in basketball like he's he's the power of Shaq you know he mm-hmm. has the vision of uh, of uh of magic you know the ball handling the, mm-hmm. the, the sense that you know that kind of 
the innate sense in the game, kind of like uh, Larry Bird. Like he's just, he just has like the collection of all these guys through a number of years and you know, he's six foot eight can do it all. And it's hard to argue like that, hey, does he go down as one of the greatest? If not the greatest, his story is still kind of being written. Yeah. But in terms of an actual talent, like he's just, it's yeah. so hard. He's the only one I put in that conversation with Michael. And Michael to me is like, he's the guy that I grew up on. And I probably will never, if I say pick one, I'm picking Michael every single time. But mm-hmm. LeBron's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe Paul Pierce said he wasn't taught. I, I get it. Paul Pierce is a, yeah, pay, he's a paid moron. Yeah. Paul Pierce is a paid moron and he's supposed to say dumb shit, but like not top five. Bro, you shit yourself in the finals. You can't talk. <laughs> Shut up. Almost. He, uh, he, faked, he faked his injury. Yeah. See, like, how I would see it is, like, yeah, you want to go skill-wise, LeBron. He has everything. He can shoot. He can pass. He can crank you down in the post. He can – everything. Everything across the board. But if you want a dude who will will a win any yeah. way fucking possible, I'm picking Jordan. And, yeah. like, like, there's no doubt about it. That dude wanted to win more than anyone else in this world. Like, he, Oh, it's crazy. He's not loose. He will do anything at any cost to win a game. Yeah. Even just like yeah. a regular like first season of the first game of the season, he'd be like, "No, I'm winning this," and he does. And then he yeah. drops like forty points to win. That I mean, is. LeBron just dropped forty points to LeBron, you know. But uh, it's it's so true. Souk, uh, a friend of mine, Souk, gave us the analogy in terms of the two and why we always pick Michael. And he said, "If you're in a battle or something like that, and you had a puppy, and it was standing there, and..." They gave LeBron a gun, and they gave Michael Jordan a gun. And they said, My, LeBron James wouldn't shoot the puppy to win. Yeah. But Michael, jo- Michael Jordan would. And that's what he said. That he'd shoot the puppy. Just like he said, he would do whatever it takes to make sure he gets that win. And you're just like, oh, you know what? You're kind of right. Like, he's so savage when it comes to getting his wins. Like, oh. That's such a psychotic way of looking at it, but I've never heard a more perfect is. analogy. Yeah. Like, it's it crazy. Because I, I, w- when you look at – a lot of people say, like, LeBron went through the East, which was weak. And Jordan, when you look at some of the teams he went through, and I've never actually done this before, like, compare the teams. Who do you think had a harder time getting through? Because I know when you look at some of the teams LeBron faced, like the Hawks with Al Horford, great regular season team. Don't get me wrong. And I am mm-hmm. the biggest Damari Carroll fan on the face of the planet. I would actually bet money on that. But – they're not they're not striking fear in anybody. The Raptors with DeRozan, man, come on. Uh, you know, I I, I just it, the the power shift was different back then. So back in the day, in my time, the East was pro- it was 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 the toughest side. Mm-hmm. So getting out of the East, those were the best. The New York and the Knicks were 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 relevant at that time. Indiana Pacers were relevant. Bad boys. Yeah, yeah, they had Pistons, they had Detroit, you had you had Boston, you had you had a number of teams that were that's the East was where the power kind of was, and LA the the on the West it was really there was like two or three or you know two or three teams there wasn't they weren't loaded like like the East was so at Michael's time he had to battle through the East every time it was pretty tough yeah people always say hey you know well who do you have to play in the championships and I'm like well that's nor here nor there. Like, I mean, the West has been beating up on the East for the last number of years. 
mm-hmm. and you can't you can't question. Hey, you know what? You got Mike LeBron got there, but it was a little. And that goes back to my point why I think that Kyrie's will's goal too. I bring mm-hmm. you back because when he was any superstar in the league, especially in a weak East, gets their team to the playoffs. Don't mm-hmm. have to be the top team in the playoffs, whatever. But he not only didn't get them to the playoffs, they had two more number one picks. They were lottery teams. They weren't even, like, sniffing the playoffs. And to me, ever since then and continued on, he has never won on his own. So I, th- I think the biggest knock against Kyrie isn't anything he did in Cleveland. Because if you want to use the age excuse, I'll let you have it because I think this is a much bigger knock. When he was on the Celtics – they were three minutes away from knocking the Cavs off without him, without Hayward. And I think there was another player who wasn't playing at the time. He came back and the team fell apart. Yeah. Like fell apart. They were getting smoked by the Bucks, And then the Bucks went up 2-0 and we're talking all that good shit. Yeah, I remember that in Milwaukee. Played living in America at the Forum. They, like they've never seen Rocky Four. The guy who plays living in America dies. Idiot. <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> yeah, and the Raptors came back and smacked them. But the Celtics fell apart. Yeah. I think that's the biggest knock on his resume. To me, it's just one of the many. I just think he sucks yeah. as a team guy. Like, I, think he, I think if he goes and plays in Magic Johnson's big three, he will be the greatest big three <laughs> basketball player you ever, ever watch. Like, it's going to be crazy the stuff he does. Yeah. But, uh, in terms of the NBA, I don't. I don't enjoy uh, enjoy him. Yeah. He's a better second. Like he's a better second place player. Like he's good if like you got like LeBron on your team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's how it's gonna go. Even, even then, though. Kanan, even then, do you think? Oh. Kanan cut out. Sorry, my bad. Kanan. Oh. I was just saying, um, yeah, like, yeah, like, just, if you have LeBron on your team, like, oh shit, am I am I good? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, if you have LeBron on your team, it's not much you can do to be the superstar. And like, I feel like he was kind of just groomed to be like a second place player, like playing under LeBron for all those years. It's like, you know, like you don't really have that time to like take that time to step up, and then when you do have the time to like when you do have the like to step up, it's, it's kind of hard, and like you don't have the players around you to like to support you, you know. But don't you think he was he was he had he had that before LeBron showed up, and he showed that he couldn't do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you exactly. know, I mean, just even even seeing progress in terms of hey, the, the they got LeBron at home, and the covers was full because they had so many lottery picks, not because you know. You know, if he wanted to be the main guy, uh, I just don't think I don't. I, he doesn't show me show to me show me that he can lead a team. I th- I think the main question is going to come: Is Kyrie really a good second option, or is it just LeBron's that good? How is he going to do with Durant? That's the litmus test, in my opinion. And the, the East is probably going to be really watered down next year. We don't know what the Raptors are going to look like because mm-hmm. the Raptors, as much as I love them and I think they're great and I will pine for them every single day of the week, don't have a superstar. They don't. And no. I'm not sure if they have a guy who can actually go get you a basket in the playoffs. Siakam's still developing. He, he's halfway there. But if you look at a series between them and Boston, I think Boston has more actual scorers 
which will push, I think would push Boston over the top in seven against Toronto. Boston, again, is, is Boston good enough to challenge that Nets team? How is Indiana going to look? Is Giannis going to be back in Milwaukee? Are they going to trade him? Is he going to leave in free agency the year after? Mm-hmm. They're going to trade him. Is, is he going to be there? Is he going to be content? And even then, how are the Nets going to fare? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it, it's going to work between those two guys. I think the style of basketball they both like to play is very different. And if it's weird because Kevin Durant got away from Westbrook, which he felt was a very ball-dominant guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does he think it's going to be like with Kyrie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the whole offense stops when he gets the ball and he dribbles around. And I, I just He likes the way that they played – at Golden State, and I don't think that he, he's going to get that. I think his move to to uh, Brooklyn was more like based on his rehab than like what he wants to do after, because Brooklyn's been known to have like great rehab systems, and, like, okay, rehab centers and shit like that. I think that I, I think that's why he went not to go play in Brooklyn, because I mean, like, who really wants to go play in Brooklyn, especially with Kyrie on the team, right? So, like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's two different styles. And maybe, maybe, maybe Kyrie can, like, listen and be like, hey, like, pass the ball a little bit more. Like, you have yeah. me on your fucking – maybe. But I don't think he's going to come at it like Westbrook. He's like, no, just give me the fucking ball. Like, I'm the fucking man, and I'll score whatever I want. Mm. But who knows? We have to wait to find out, right? Yeah, so- that's true. I just I love how somehow somehow DeAndre Jordan gets lumped into those two guys like they're a big three. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Kevin DeAndre Durant, Smith. Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan. No, it's not how that works. <laughs> who who would be the next guy? Dinwiddie. Well, I, <laughs> what I heard is they're trying to package Levert, Dinwiddie, Prince, and Allen to try to get a star. Oh, that's just gonna be a mistake. Whoever yeah. takes that package is a chump. It I'm is, not, yeah. Depends who you get. Depends who you get for it. Like, is there who any you, disgruntled? Who, Sorry, go ahead. Who do, you, who do you put in there? Who would you, like, if you were to say, what is the perfect compliment for those two guys? <sighs> Apparently, they're trying to get Rudy Gobert, which wouldn't be bad, but. Because he doesn't need the ball. He's a great defender, okay. but. I also think he can get pick and rolled off of every single playoff game he'll ever play in. Yeah. Rudy Gobert to me is another fool's gold. Great defensive player, but who gives a fuck about tall defensive players in today's NBA? Sorry, you're getting if you can't if you can't defend the perimeter. Yeah, that's true. I don't see it. But now. you I you think he's why I don't think he's fool's gold? Because no one thinks of him as a as a um, as a franchise. Yeah, fair. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's a good auxiliary piece. Like, so, he's going to be an all-NBA defensive guy. He's, he's very similar to DeAndre, like, where you're just kind of like, yeah, he's a great piece, but he's not going to – I'm not – he's not my first, my first pick. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if I was a team that had a disgruntled star or a star that I felt was going to leave, not the Bucs, though, because that's <laughs> – not the Bucs. <laughs> I wouldn't mind taking on Allen, Lavert, Harris, Dinwiddie, and picks from the Nets. That's that's not a bad coup from the Nets. No, I think that's a. They've actually shown that they can actually they play fairly decent together too. Yeah, and they can get along with other human beings, which is important. Yeah, that's true. Very true. 
Don't but, have, they may have burner Twitter accounts, but we'll never know until they get caught. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can't see any team right now that has like a burning need to offload a player who isn't that keen on staying. So, yeah. No. no. So let's get into the, the meat and potatoes of this conversation. Yes. Kane and I become a free man. Dating advice. Here's our new segment. Dating advice with Kanan. Oh, significant questions with Bueno and dating advice with Kanan. Yes, they, those are the two. Those are the two. We get weekly, weekly things. Hey, are you a new player on the block? I mean, let me hit you up right now. I'm going to send you over to my boy Kanan, and he's going to tell you oh, the apps, geez. the way that this two, the, the 2020 dating goes down if you yeah. want to call it dating. Well, first he needs a good computer so his connection doesn't cut out. That's <laughs> I know, Wi-Fi, how about we start with that? <laughs> you can't get on Tinder if you're not on the internet. <laughs> good thing it's only on my phone, bueno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, internet isn't, <laughs> never mind, never mind. I don't know, what do you want, like, what do you want to know? Like, what do you want? Um, okay, so, so this is how, what, what I find funny about you guys, and now I'm, I'm clumping everybody in terms of young, young dating, the way it works nowadays. Back in the day, you'd have to actually physically approach a woman and use one of Bueno's amazing lines <laughs> to close a deal. A lot more work, requires face-to-face. -face. Now, it just seems like it's just, it's, there's not even, it's, it's not even work. I guess just efficient swiping. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So what is the best? Like if you were, you're in right now, if you're, Nick, give me the, the differences of all the apps that are out there. So I've heard of Bumble. Bumble's the one that the woman come and attack you. Yeah. Or talks to you. They message first. Yeah, she has uh, to attack you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tinder, obviously, like it goes both ways. Whoever wants to message first can message first. There's also Hinge, but Hinge is kind of, I don't know. Not really efficient. Jesus Christ, that's oh, so yeah. third party. <laughs> what is what is Hinge? I've never even heard of that. Well, it's it, it's same thing. Just like you scroll okay. through, like their pictures and whatever. But uh, I don't know. It's just you, you get like limited amount of likes. You only get like five likes a day. So like okay, like you really have to be like picky and choosy with like who you like and what you want to swipe on. Um, I don't know. Just Tinder, man. If you want success rates, just Tinder. That, that's where it is. That's where. Oh, it is, uh, dude. Like, Tinder's the best. I like, in my opinion, at least. I mean, like, I mean, it also helps that like, if you're a little bit like attractive, like, it's just like, if you're an ugly dude, you're not gonna get many swipes. Like, I hate <laughs> well, that's what Tinder's based off of. Like, that's the thing. It's like, right. based off of like first impression and like your first look, right? And do you guys find that the women nowadays are are as aggressive as the guys? Kane and you go. I think it depends. Depends on the person, man. I feel like some people are like in their own little box, and then I feel like some people are a lot more prone to, you know, message first and whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it, it's. I think I feel like it's not that much different. It's like, why are you laughing, Bueno? I had this one girl, the same one who whose grandma died on our first date and almost got stabbed the same night Chris Matthews got stabbed. Um, Goodness. <laughs> She, this. she ended up getting mad at me because she didn't think I was sleeping with other women. 
Because she didn't think you were? Yeah, she's like, it's insulting that you're not trying other women. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she was a, she was a free bird. She didn't want to be in a relationship. I never asked her to be in a relationship. <laughs> but she maybe she was getting tired of the tickling. Yeah, yeah. Too- <laughs> Are you tickling other women, Bueno? <laughs> How dare you not? <laughs> That's just for me. Oh, this is too serious. That's like, we got to move on. Yeah. On the, on the second time we talked with each other, we were talking on the phone and she's like, do you know this guy? And I'm like, I'm not going to say his name because people yeah. actually, I, I was like, yeah, I know him. She's like, yeah, he told, and she just like outed his sexual kink to me. And it was <laughs> super messed up and it was extremely gross. And I didn't want to know. And it involved opening the toilet seat and putting her head on the bowl and hitting her head with the seat. What? And she did this? No, she didn't do it. She just told me (laughs) the guy, she might've, maybe she was like, Oh, I didn't do it, but she did it. She could also be making this up. I have no idea. I'm going, who knows? Yeah. She was like, you didn't call the person to confirm (laughs) (laughs) me too. That's something else. (laughs) Yeah, I, I I did not I did not call the guy. I was uh, I have a tough time looking at his Instagram profile now. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I, I didn't, oh my I didn't goodness. Need to know this. I didn't want to know this. And she's like, yeah, that's what he's into. I'm like, what are you trying to say right now? So, that is crazy. Yeah, there are some. There oh, are some... it is. It's a. I'm telling you guys, it's completely different. Like it's. Oh yeah. Girls are, are, I think they're just, I think they're more like guys or just more open about it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not like girls don't like having, like having sex neither. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not, before they'd get shamed for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was more of a shaming thing. And now it's just like, yeah, I got needs too. I got itches. I got to get scratched. So, Kanan's out there on the other side ready to scratch them joints. So let's, let's uh, get it. Yeah, that, what up? That's why I'm not getting play. I'm tickling the scratch. <laughs> yeah, she ain't trying to get tickled. <laughs> I mean, she is just like not yeah. tickled. <laughs> Wrong type of tickling, boy. Now. Wrong type of tickling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, this, this one, this one, when I, uh, when I went to sign with Durham in Ontario, like the weekend I went there for three days, I was like, let's get yeah. Tinder and see what happens. And this one girl on her bio said, when I was a little girl, I hated it when boys pulled my hair. Funny how things changed. <laughs> <laughs> this is super like, bro. Just, just choose the one super like. That's <laughs> all you got to do, man. That'll work. I was like, you know what? That's enough Tinder for today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah. <laughs> very, very horrible. Oh, that girl does not mince words, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like a lot oh. of girls are like a lot more bold though, like in their bios and shit like that with like in their bios. Like that type of shit. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's it's more of like a who can make you laugh like in the bios like because if you don't make if you don't catch their attention with like a funny bio or something like that they're not, they're not even if you're attractive they're gonna be like ah, ah, uh, whatever yeah boring yeah yeah boring so yeah I, uh, you, gotta, you gotta put on a lot of work to your profiles it's not just like uploading photos and saying like hi right. I'm 
in your bio type thing. It's you actually gotta, you know, gotta have a personality. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd like to claim uh, royalties off some of my friends' Tinder hookups because I gave them the best bio of all time. I stole it from somebody <laughs> else. But it's uh, Jesus in the streets, Satan in the sheets. Why <laughs> not? I just feel like saying I'm like Jesus. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Why, Lord? Why? 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 <laughs> Every day we stray further and further from God's grace. <laughs> yeah, and it's your fault. It is. <laughs> You're the reason, Bueno. Like, oh my! This is what I get for leaving St. Paul's. Oh goodness! I get for going to St. Paul's. <laughs> <laughs> Half the reason you're the weirdo you are is because you went there for three years. <laughs> oh yeah, big time! Absolutely! Oh my gosh! But yeah, it's uh, it's crazy out here in the streets, man. It's uh, oh wow! It's yeah, you got you got you know chicks messaging you about going to rallies and stuff. It's like, damn, this is the new club. Like, <laughs> this, this is how it works. While I'm out there spreading soil, you guys are, you guys are spreading other things. Yeah. Yeah. We're also <laughs> spreading. We're soil. both spreading seeds, just different kinds. <laughs> I need to be, I need to, I need to just stop. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> my oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I, I think it's interesting though it's funny some of our uh, one of our friends he's uh, uh he used to own a club and he was saying that it's interesting with the way that dating and hookup culture is going because clubs are kind of dying out now it's all about lounges where it's it's multi-purpose it's not just oh loud music drinks right uh you know nightclub go there try to hook up or try to leave with somebody if that's mostly what you're going for now it's like the experience of going to a lounge where there's a dance floor, but you can also sit and have dinner, which I think is interesting. Mm. Well, well, what's it's weird. Cause I, I mean, for me, I, 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 and this is probably cause I'm old, but I just prefer lounging. Like I, I mean, I, I prefer going to a place that if we were there doing the exact, doing this right now, and we were just sitting in a booth at Earl's or at a lounge around wait, I, I, I love that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, now I complain if the music's too loud or if the yeah. floor is too if the floor is too sticky. So uh, yeah, I can't 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 get down because uh, it's just not enjoyable. But it's probably right. That's probably I'm finding that uh, you're probably noticing that a lot more now. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's interesting. Somebody told me that uh, what they used to do with their or not used to what they do with their buddies is like goes with his friends. They hang out, have a good time, and they don't worry about oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And it just happens because you're creating an energy around you. Um, well, my energy with my boys is old. That's what it is. I'm creating the, the energy of old. Yeah, musk. That's what you hold on to musk when you come around my boys. <laughs> but what, what was it like back in the day? What was it like, you know, back in the 90s? And I hope that's... It was different. You... I, wasn't, I wasn't quite... It, it, it was a lot more club. Like you go to the club and it was, a, it wasn't lounging out. You didn't really, I find that people more here now at the younger ages are, are willing to go to like a lounge and hang out. 
there was if you're going out, you're going to a club, and that's where you're gonna go and find a girl, or you're gonna go and chase a girl, or whatever. But it was it was very club driven. Like it was very rare. Like you'd be like an Earl's or a thing. There was a couple restaurants here and there, but the the thing was, we're getting ready. We're going to the club, and we're gonna see what what the night brings. Yeah. So yeah, very different. Always yeah, dancing and yeah, it's 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 definitely different. So there was there was no uh, there were so. Get me, let me get this straight. The sitting down and chatting part of the night is, is like the mid-range, a lost art in the 90s anyway. Oh, yeah. You still have to approach them, but sitting down and actually chatting, nah. That was, that was, not, that was not what was happening at the club. Like, I mean, not, <laughs> not at the club. And, and it's funny because you would find guys that I'd played with or guys that would do certain things. Every guy would go, they, some guys would go earlier, some guys would go late. And, they, and we're talking about half an hour before the club closes because mm-hmm. you know that that's just picking season. They're, they're, you're only there for one. There's no, there's no reason to be dancing up a storm or getting sweaty or anything like that. Yeah. You go there and the guy, guy used to say, I just put my hand out into the black night and see what I can pull, what I can pull around 1.30, 2.30. If nothing comes of it within that half an hour, I go back home and it's over. But most times, there's always a straggler just waiting to come home. So, so that's, that's what it was like back in the days. Yeah, the conversationalists are uh, the equivalent to the bigs who can't shoot threes or defend. Yes, they're, it was not. <laughs> they're done. They stand no chance. The Ennis Cantors of the dating. The Ennis Cantors, no, it is. Like, uh, now you guys don't even have to. They can go to the club. You can just swipe. And yeah. Just say, okay, I'll, I'll meet you after because I don't want to have to come all the way out there and waste my gas. Well, well and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody I know is creating an app called Thinkster and it's good. It's kind of like Bumble, but you, cause Bumble isn't just like, it isn't just dating. It's dating. And you can also go and it's like Bumble BFF, Bumble biz and bubble dating. So if you go on Bumble, oh, okay. BFF, you can literally just meet people to be friends with. Um, and Bumble biz, you can literally go to network and expand uh, your business network or whatever. So this thing called Thinkster where you post a bunch of questions. I, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm butchering this, but you post a bunch of questions and you can kind of gauge what the people around you respond to these similar questions when they view your profile. Okay. And then you can kind of just like chat with them and it, it's kind of- This is your app, bud. <laughs> yeah, insignificant yeah. questions. Uh, so how, do you, <laughs> how do you tie your shoes? Do you, uh, do you do two bunny ears or do you wrap around and pull through? Oh, I will, I, will, I will never date a two bunny ear. It's like they're still 13 trying to tie their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, grow yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. She's got Velcro on her shoes? Yeah, stay away. Oh, my. Hey, Velcro, maybe she's just efficient, bro. Maybe she's just, maybe she knows something that we don't. No, nah, dude, at that point, she's got slip ons. <laughs> she got slip ons. If she's got Velcro, she's secretly 17. <laughs> oh. You know. At least, at least mentally. Mentally. Yeah, maybe oh. she's got something going on, Bueno. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm so this whole course of this show, dude. There's. We haven't been canceled yet. We're not. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, it's funny when, we, when we're hanging out with Spencer and Julian. Spencer's like, "Bueno, how haven't you had get gone canceled yet?" Like, <laughs> uh, due to your due to the show. 
Well, due to me, <laughs> like yeah, due to my personality. Uh, and do we have to go? This guy ever asked you to be tickled? <laughs> yeah, this. Is... I'm gonna put that in my Instagram bio from now on. Are you ticklish? The whole that's it. Yeah, that's your Tinder bio from now on. Are you ticklish? <laughs> I told myself I wouldn't go on Tinder again. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Oh my! Give it a week. <laughs> in a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny i went on tinder last summer put my actual age it's 20 it's 20 last summer i got like i don't know every every five swipes i got a match or two i was like i feel like i could be getting more matches so i delete my profile go back on as 25 and it was like curry in 2016 like match 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 i was like <laughs> what <laughs> what yeah man was it was was it a good summer well (laughs) it it was it was a good summer uh you know the the raptors won the title i hung out a lot with my friends all the time It (laughs) it was a good time but uh but you know it's like it's, it's just funny because there was nothing different about the profile. Nothing. The only the same pictures, same bio, same everything. The only thing that was different was the age. It was from 20 to 25. And it was... Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> much, much <laughs> different. <laughs> much different. Yeah, my yeah. nickname last summer was Kanan. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> No, it is. No, we do. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I'll be right back. All right. Oh, I have a question for you. Kind of completely unrelated, but back to basketball really quickly. Do the Cavs win in 2016 if Draymond isn't suspended? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so, but. It's so hard. I, I mean, that's – I don't know. I think that I, – I still think that Cleveland could have still pulled off that one game. They pulled yeah. off – I still think they could have pulled off two games. Like, I mean, LeBron was so incredible that series that I, I just think they would have found a way. Like, I mean, it definitely made it harder for him, but I just think he, they, they, were, they were starting to figure out the pattern, the way things were kind of working. I don't know. I don't think it was like a, a shoe win or it was a guarantee that because he was there that he was going to mm-hmm. win. But yeah. I mean, definitely didn't help him. Yeah. I just, I think that, you know, in my opinion, when Draymond's healthy, he's the best defender in the NBA. I will die on that hill. I will fight anybody on that hill. There's nobody in the NBA who can guard better one. than Kyrie. <laughs> better defender no, than Kyrie. Ky- sorry, Kyrie. Sorry. I mean, um, uh, why am I forgetting? Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi's, thank you. Thank you. Kawhi's a better perimeter defender, for sure. You know, he picks people's pockets left and right, locked down, he's long, he's strong, too. He's not just wiry, he's strong. Draymond defends one through five, can protect the rim, and he is the best easily, which I think is the most underrated aspect on defense, the best off-ball defender in the league. Yeah, so many kind of like modern Kevin Garnett. Yeah, yeah, and, and he quarterbacks the defense. Yeah. He's one of those guys who can, you know, hedge on the ball screen, rotate, call out the coverage, and still contest a shot at the rim and box out yeah. and start the break. N- nobody in the league can do that. So with Draymond in there, I don't think Kyrie and LeBron go for 41 each. 
I wouldn't bet my life on to say the fact that the Warriors win because Andrew Bogut also got hurt and Harrison Barnes forgot how to play basketball that series. Yeah. Like Harrison Barnes, the game after, had a zero offensive rating. Oof. The Warriors did not score when he was on the court, and he played 20 minutes. You wonder why that happens to certain guys. Like, it just goes, like, and he's good. Like, he's not like he was bad. Like, and he wasn't even asked to do lots. But it, it's mental, I think, with Barnes anyway, yeah. especially. Like, how, how do you yeah. go 0 of 8 three games in a row? That's true. Well, what else could it be? You're right. He didn't, he didn't shrink. He didn't lose weight <laughs> over six days. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't know it. Either. Yeah, he, but yeah, he's been kind of a a struggling uh, athlete. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, through the NBA at least for what his expectations were. So, yeah, it's one of those guys. I think that you know they're athletic and they got they got the tools. He, he's he's six foot eight, Terrence Ross, in my opinion. You know, he's got yeah. all the tools to succeed. He's so gifted athletically, physically. He's got a sweet shooting touch, and He's one of those guys that if he's starting on your roster making $20 million, you probably have a bad team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very true. Right, so, I, yeah. And, and also, Draymond opens up the Warriors' offense as a screener, as a passer. He's the ultimate. Like, I hate when people bad talk him because I think that he's very underrated. People say he's overrated, but I think he's very underrated. Big time. People say that he's only, they only give him credit because of the system that he's in. Fair enough, but many people play in the system and can't do half the things that he does. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think he I, – I actually don't even believe that they win any of their championships without him. Me too. I, I believe that. I, I don't – I think he, he's so important to the way they – and also they, I think he gives them a toughness that, they're, that most of their guys are not naturally that. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they're, they're very – I wouldn't say soft, but they're, they're, they're definitely not the same sort of competitor. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun. Draymond's not yeah. like a fun loving guy. He's, I will ram it down your throat. And, I, and I'll tell everybody if, and if you don't do your job, don't take it personal. But if you're, you're being a bitch and you're not rebounding or you're not boxing or you're not getting your rotation, I'm going to tell you and whether you yeah. like it or not. And, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. You're going to hear it from Draymond. I, yeah. One of the things he was on all the smoke. Do you ever listen to all the smoke? No, I've been. I've, everyone's been talking to me about it, so I'm gonna maybe have to go and. There's, I'm, I, there's too many. There's so many podcasts now. Yeah, I'm busy listening to Winnipeg's finest. Yeah, I mean, other than listening to Winnipeg's finest, I mean, where do I have time to fit in my Dan Levitard and my Bomani Jones, and then yeah, and then now I've got to get into this up all in, what is it, all the smoke? All yeah, the, all the smoke. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, they, when Draymond was on, he was talking about. Michigan State never offered – I might be butchering this story, so if I am, I don't even care. Whatever, I'm not going to fact-check it. But he didn't get an offer from Michigan State, so he was mad at Tom Izzo. And when he went to the Michigan tryouts, he was supposed to commit to Michigan. But when he went there, he was talking smack and, you know, talking shit to people and losing his mind. And not, like, in a bad way, but just how Draymond is. He's fired. Yeah. He wants to get up in people's grills. And he was like, nobody challenged me back. They all just kind of stood and watched and played, and he hated that. He couldn't stand it. Uh -huh. So when he went to state and everybody was giving it back to him, he was like, yeah, this is where I got to go. Oh, wow. That makes yeah, sense, though. It does. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you fully. I think he's one of the most undervalued players in the league, and the Warriors would not have any titles if it wasn't for him. 
Agreed. Here, let, let's actually talk about your business real quick because. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah, let's talk about that because I feel like. I was literally just thinking that. I was like, didn't we have him on to like talk about, <laughs> talk about NBA basketball? I love just talking and, and, and shooting the shit with you guys. It's, it's actually really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we finally got you on. Yeah, if, uh, if I knew how to read my schedule better, this would have been happening earlier, but who, who cares? Um, yeah, so you want to talk about, uh, it's pronounced Zuike, right? Right, yep. Yeah, and uh, how it kind of, I know you've been an entrepreneur, and I know that when you coached me, you were talking about how you started a business a while ago when you were younger, and you kind of wish that you got a little more experience before you started, and you were thinking of starting another business, and now you have started that business. You want to talk about uh, the work that kind of went into it? And Well, uh, uh, as, you, as I kind of mentioned before, I started off with a company by the name of Hoops Fanatic, so if, as we talk about basketball, I was basketball lover we sold basketball shoes and jerseys and uniforms um i used to be at a porridge place we ended up closing up the shop and i ended up working for home run sports for a number of years but always in the back of my mind i was like i need to get back and working on my own and and, and kind of uh fulfilling my entrepreneurial desire so um you know as the kind of the years have gone by i got married had kids and of course when things like that happen you don't get to pursue your dreams as fast or jump onto certain things as quick, but I always knew I wanted to get back to it. But I noticed that in the industry, there were certain patterns that were happening by other big companies like Nike and Under Armour and things. And the way to kind of get to people wasn't the same as always having to get into a big box store. So as we started going or going through it, I was like, you know what? I love wearing fleece. Like I love wearing comfortable, stuff i'm not really a big uh suit and tie guy or never had to be so you know i thought hey what if we were able to come up with something that would be a little bit more luxurious in the in the uh street clothing and as as the world has kind of been changing you start to notice that athleisure clothing has been a lot more popular so we decided mm -hmm. that we were going to come out with a, a brand by the name of zuike it's zuike it means uh to relax in my native tongue um i'm originally from nigeria my parents are from Nigeria, so um, we use use that because it sounded sounded sexy and it kind of uh, noted some of the the things that we like to do, and that's lounging, chatting, chilling, uh, but also wearing quite comfortable gear. So that's kind of long, short uh, little synopsis of how our business kind of came to be, and we've been open now for about two and a half years, or no, a year and a half, I should say year and a half and trying to make some some headway with it so yeah are, are you still uh working like at home run or a day job no no i'm no longer there i'm, I'm full-time uh at zuike now and oh congrats yeah so thanks yeah so we've been been full-time there for actually only about three months so we're we're over there and we do you know team hoodies and joggers and all these other type of pieces but we have a lot of our own proprietary kind of items so it's been, it's been fun. You guys got to come down. Maybe we'll have to do a little podcast from there. We can play some shuffleboard. And, and oh, yes. That up. Yeah, we call it the lounge so we can kind of hang out. And you, know, you know what? In, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, oh, I just said whatever's in Canaan's cup, you know, we can make sure that that, that continues over uh, over at the lounge for sure. You know what? Uh, you might have uh, the length and athleticism. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you have the length and athleticism advantage in physical sports, but with shuffleboard, I'm not sure if that matters so much. So. Oh my goodness! You're, you you might have to take another whooping in another sport with for me. So 
Hey, remember, shuffleboard is an old man sport. I think he's got it, you there, boy. It is. I am. I, once again, there we go. <laughs> we should go back and play basketball right now. That's where you should get me again. Yeah. Ogo, if you're not careful, I might seek out the greatest shuffleboard player in all of Canada and, and challenge him to a game. <laughs> <laughs> well, find him. Yeah, I will. That'll be my uh, Justice Aline uh, shuffle. Uh, yeah, you would. He was like, let me find I got a, I got a couple people in the city that are pretty good. There's a guy in the city that's one of the top guys in Canada, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I could take him. Mona and Mona and Greg, they're like a tag team, and they go to Canada Nationals. I, I did some uniforms for a little while ago. Yeah. They are oh. avid shuffleboard players. Kanan and Bueno. That's the next. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. No, I'll get some ladies to play against you, and the whole time you'd be asking them, "Can I tickle you with?" You'll <laughs> <laughs> just be saying that to distract them, just to distract them. Yeah, I got a ticket yeah. for you if you make it over there. If you get to the three, yeah. So that's half of the phrases I'll be saying. The other half would be, "Kane, are you on Tinder right now?" <laughs> hey, man, we're in a new area. What do you want from me? <laughs> I've never scouted the Windsor Park baddies before, bro. <laughs> yeah so but it's been good it's been fun and uh a new new challenge and stuff like that we have a little justice line kind of going out right now as you, i see you wearing your black lives matter t-shirt yeah yeah so we uh we were even um we've got a little justice campaign and we have a couple of different uh t-shirts that we've been kind of running with for our, our be history kind of line so it's been it's been interesting and it's been pretty cool because it's uh it's kind of sparked a lot of conversation and and been pretty uh, pretty neat kind of moving forward. So, how long have you had the brick and mortar up? I didn't even. So the brick and mortar. So it's more of a warehouse. We're actually in the kind of the uh, industrial area of uh, what do you call that? Uh, I should know my own little industrial area. Uh, Fort Gary industrial area. So like... we're off of Chevrier. Okay, I was just gonna say yeah, off of Chevrier. Yeah, off of Chevrier. So we're off there, uh, Trache Bay, <laughs> forty-five Trache Bay. So we're not like open like a regular retail kind of outfit but we're there if you kind of pop in or most times people make appointments to kind of come by nice. pick up and, and buy their stuff but um yeah so we got a place that we started off as a warehouse but in the in the front it looks a lot more like a retail establishment and nice people kind of hang out and i even had Bucci over there on the friday a little bit so yeah is it kind of like home run? um does it look like home run or yeah is it like that kind of setup uh no it's not like it it's a lot more a lot more lounge driven so we oh. got couches and we've got shuffleboard tables and we we show our clothing around there it's kind of a showroom but definitely okay. set up more lo lounge like so yeah it's, it's, keep, it's keep in as far away from there as you can no no can you're more than more than welcome come on a friday that's where that's when it that, pops off, my friend. Yeah, well, yeah. You come down on a Friday afternoon, get a little shuffle, some drinks, and yeah, people come flowing in and out. It's pretty good. Hey, people got some, people got to do something, right? 441 just closed. Oh, did it? Yeah, it closed a while ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Beginning of COVID, yeah. Although I, you know, I, haven't, uh, I haven't been in uh, – I don't think I've ever been in 441. Great building. Great building man. Yeah, I, I, is it something I've missed, or what? Is it something I worth worth attending? Was it worth attending at the time, or if you're eighteen, nineteen, yeah, that's probably yeah. the spot to go. But like, okay. if you're so, like twenty, oh. twenty one, and you're like kind of over the whole bar scene. It's just like it's yeah. so cramped and sweaty. Like, I love it. Oh. It's a great bar, great venue. I mean, like, mm -hmm. we love Nick. 
but I can't do that. I can't do like can't a do thousand it. people around me, like everywhere yeah. I go. It's just like, no, I'm good. I'd rather, like, <laughs> I'd, honestly, I'd rather just go to Earl's or I'd rather go to Shay's and just chill and have drinks. Chill, and yeah. Yeah. The, the building itself is beautiful. Like it used to be a mm. bank. Mm. So we're oh, the, I've, been, I've been in that building before. Yeah, because it's changed names a hundred thousand times. Oh. Back in my day, I can't even remember what it was called. But it used to be opera. Yeah, I, uh, opera. But even before that, it was called some. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was called. This changed names probably you know, five times, five six times. Okay, yeah, I can't even remember since my since my heyday. It used to be a. They once brought a. Uh, they had a story. They pretended a guy. I don't even know if I put his name on blast. Yeah, I'm gonna put his name on blast. <laughs> guy named Deval Dryden pretended that Fabulous was in town. Oh my gosh. And ran a, 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 a fake concert at that, at that building. And night goes on, of course, no Fabulous. This is at the height of Fabulous, of course. So what he does is he brings a limo, but not like a limo we're talking like a 1980-something sort of limo. Like it was old, boxy limo. He gets it to pull up to the building. And he just found some random black guy, put in a do-rag, and had him come in and say that, oh, he didn't want to perform. He didn't want to perform. He didn't. So he just lied in Frank's Oh, it was the worst. This guy has been notorious for running... Hustles all over the city, but that's what that place reminds me of. <laughs> so did, did he say that the, the random dude with the do-rag was like his manager? He, no, the random guy, he, he tried running it off and telling everyone it was actually fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> like we were idiots. It was so bad. It was, and the, it, the, the limo that he brought out, it was just, I mean, uh, it was so bad, but. This guy had done this. I, that was that was one of the early ones of his many scams that he kind of ran. But like, how, how big was yeah. Fabulous at this point? Was he like the baby big? Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. It would be like the baby big. Like he was on everybody's thing. He'd be on Jay Z. He'd be on. Like he was the New York rapper at the time. So to think that he was coming was like holy. That's crazy. Like we don't usually get artists like this. And yeah, he was coming, and everybody paid, went to go and get ready to go. And, Oh, there was no fabulous. Oh, so, there was no fabulous. Just, so, a, just a black, just a black guy with a do rag. <laughs> Could have been me. <laughs> I feel like the first red flag should have been that, like the biggest rapper in the game right now is going to some shitty club in the city. Yes, but... it should have been. That should have been the, the key. Yeah. We were just like, wow, are we actually getting a, a good artist? And then boom, no dice. <laughs> That's amazing holy oh amazing did anybody um, notice like like so do they try to pass off like they're like like the guy's telling fabulous fake fabulous he's telling like just start lip syncing we'll play the music no but the, the, the thing is that they brought him in and then hurry scurried him into the back of some other room and then played it off that he didn't want to perform he was he didn't want to perform anymore and everyone was like we saw the guy it's not fabulous <laughs> It's just some black dude that you bought from St. Patel <laughs> with a do-rag. <laughs> it's just a dark guy that you thought looked like Fabulous. Everyone knew it wasn't. And we're just like, what is this guy trying to pull? Crazy. 
I, I just want to know what's going through the other guy's head. The one who agreed <laughs> to pretend to be fabulous. Like, hey, dude, put this on and pretend to be a famous uh, Oh, I bet you he was hoping that no one whooped his ass. That's where he was probably praying that no one caught out that, that, that luckily Winnipeg, there's a reason they call you friendly Manitoba because we're just like, oh, well, whatever, and move on. If that was Toronto or somewhere in New York, his ass would have been whooped. Oh, yeah. big time. him and the pro promoters would have been uh, would have to take that take that one for the team. Big time. That's hilarious. Holy cow, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, yo, the weekend's coming to Winnipeg, and then and you know, one. they they grab <laughs> me and they're like, yo, pretend to be the weekend now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You can yeah. pass off the weekend with his with his new hair. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tickle? <laughs> <laughs> new song, latest. My new my, weekend. Tickle. My new single. Are you are you tickling <laughs> me, please? Are you ticklish? <laughs> yeah, I could. Delicious. Uh, I could follow up Emmanuel Lamaro as uh, the next FRC follower <laughs> who's got. Uh, a rap alter ego. You're funny that, that that so you there's three guys now that I've all coached, except for no, actually I didn't coach uh Lamero, but all have gone into comedy. Oh, who, so, who's the other? Cast Tok uh, Tokar. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Tokar did a little he had a little stint and he was trying it, and I guess he was very edgy, very very X-rated. Nice. And then you you've come in there. And, and done it and then i started to see that uh lemuro i didn't know that i just i heard that he had a little stand-up last weekend or something like that or two yeah he did ago. a guest spot at rumors it was great I, it's, yeah so i heard he's kind of getting it so i say it's like i guess we got some comedians uh coming out of, out of richmond there yeah uh, yeah allegedly alleged comedian allegedly yeah yeah you all you guys got everyone's gonna start somewhere I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on it, which is uh, I, I'm fun. So that's the most important thing. But yeah, Eman Emmanuel's great. He's he's really good. That's good. Yeah, and I I remember I told him because I was like, oh, your brother's Peter, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that dude kicked our ass. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus. yeah. I was like, Ogo brought in a bunch of like alumni to play us, and this one dude was just like trying to rip the rim off the backboard. <laughs> and that would have been Pete. Yeah, he was he was really good. Yeah, he was an animal. Holy cow. Yeah, I wish he was like that when he was in high school. But yeah, <laughs> he, was, he wasn't as animal like that. When he got a little older and got overconfident. Yeah. He was, he, he was pretty crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, here, let me, let me check. Okay, we're, we're almost at two hours. How do you feel? Oh, wow. Oh, there we go. Time, time flies. Yeah, it went right by. went right by. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug or say before we go or what? No, I mean, uh, I, I've enjoyed spending time with you guys here on this, and we got to do this again. I definitely uh, think it's pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. Um, enjoyed spending time with Winnipeg's finest, learning this little stories of tickling and Tinder, <laughs> uh, of, of all the things. I mean, I'm never getting a date again. <laughs> yeah. Before, I think that was out the window business. a while ago, Bueno. Shut up, Cam. <laughs> In terms of business, uh, business-wise, definitely have people check out us on uh, zuike.com, z-u-e-i-k-e.com, or follow us at zuike um, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, no, this has been this has been wicked. We should definitely do it again, and uh, hope to maybe get you guys out to the lounge sometime. Yeah, for sure. Let us know. Of course, we'll yeah. be there. Yeah, and if uh, yeah, if you ever want to be on again, let us know. We'll schedule something, or if you ever oh, want to. No, yeah. 
if there's anything funny or interesting you guys just want to shoot the shit just text me i'm i'm down i think it's pretty you guys are pretty uh pretty fun and it's been pretty awesome time and i think yeah you guys are doing some good things here so yeah, the only thing I gotta do is I gotta get I gotta get you guys in one of our hoodies instead of uh, we'll, we can put the Winnipeg's finest logo on it. Oh, that'd be uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, that'd be a nice little collab. Yeah, we gotta get get you guys in one, one of those one of those bad boys. So yeah, that'd be wicked. Yeah. I, I pay for that easily. Yeah, so Easy. we'll get, get get something like that on there. So yeah, for sure. And again, if you ever just want even just want to hang out, talk, shoot the shit, we'll come down to the shop. Absolutely down, hundred percent down. Wicked. Okay, thanks, Ogo. Thank Appreciate you so much, you guys. Thanks this is a lot. great time. Well, it's uh, let's uh, let's debrief before uh, when I hit okay. stop. Then uh, we'll debrief and uh, we'll let you know promo and stuff, just so that okay. you don't hang up and we're like, oh, we gotta tell them some stuff. But uh, yeah, then uh, thank you again. This is awesome. Thank you. This is us signing off on Winnipeg's finest. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.